Welcome back to another episode of Capes and Tights. I'm Justin. That's Adam. We're not fully yet because I'm going to move into my new, I'm going to go back into the garage here. The weather's getting better. So I'll have the setup here yep. for a studio and then you'll have a setup eventually over in, in, in Illinois. But we're, we're now to the point where this is where it is. We're an hour time difference. This is our new podcast setup. Basically, yep. Adam's in Illinois. I'm in Maine. And here we go. We're talking the Batman from 2022. The Batman. So first of all, Adam, how was the trip out to Illinois? Honestly, I don't think it could have gone any easier. So Good. that's I all have, we need. I have no complaints. Uh, and yeah. we had a fill, we had a couple fill-ins for you. Uh, you know, you know, Paul was in last week talking some Doctor Strange. Yep, of course. We, of course. we let you have some time off, and uh, but now we're getting into it. And now, as we get into this, Adam, do you now wish that you would have had Paul fill in on this episode and done the Doctor Strange episode? We'll just get it right out of the bat, right, right off the bat here. We'll say it. Um. It would be nice so that I don't sound like a, a repeating record all the time. Not that that's a hint of where this is going, but, uh, but no, I'm ready. Uh, okay. I don't need okay. any subs on this. I'm, okay. I'm ready to go. Um, so we'll just start off. So this movie just came out, which is cool. It came out last week on digital uh, and Adam do uh, most of our movie reviews and, and discussions we do. We do after it's actually been released on digital. Gives us a lot of opportunity to watch at home. I'm glad. I'm sorry. I, we, I'm going to sound like a broken record here too, Adam. Three hours is a long movie. It's so long. I watched this movie in three parts. I'll tell you right now. I watched it. We turned it on. Taylor and I started watching it. Started watching it last night. Finished it this morning because I I just, it it was so long. So it was hour and 176 minutes. So just under shy of three hour long movie. It wasn't like the, the anomaly when Titanic was three hours long. Wasn't that like the, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this movie is three hours long. Now it's just the regular? Yes. I, I, why? You remember I that movie Gettysburg that came yes. out? It was yes. like an epic Civil War film. It was the first movie I'd ever gone to that had an intermission. I was young. I was with my grandfather. And it like I was like, this is, wait a second. We have to go back in. That's the midway point. My point of that story is this movie needed an intermission in the theaters because like that was your, like I need, I would have had to have a chance to walk away from that film yes. after I mean, an hour and a half. And here's the deal. I don't understand why theaters wouldn't do that. Was wouldn't they potentially make more money off like popcorn and soda and candy? So. Like you'd have that opportunity yeah. to actually do that. I mean, maybe I just haven't thought have... about that in so long. Like yeah. intermissions, we need them again, though. That if we're not going to do Justin's rule of everything has to be ninety minutes or under, we have to bring back the intermission. <laughs> well, Taylor goes like, so what was it? So last night we so it was two nights ago. She goes, I go last night. I was like, hey, we'll finish watching it. And she goes, wait, it's not over because she fell asleep. And I was like, yeah, it's not over. Don't worry. It's not over. <laughs> but I will say no, no. Um, it. people do like it. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record again here. We are fans of of pop culture and movies in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I There's a lot of people who love it. I have a couple of friends of mine saying it's the best comic book movie ever made. I think they're crazy. I think there are some yes. good things about it, but there are definitely some bad things about it. And we'll get into that in a second here. But it made... Almost 800 million so far. It's still in the theaters. It was released digitally, but it was still in the theaters. It came out March 4th. It's made almost 800 million dollars, which is great for for a DC film nowadays. After what they've struggled yeah, to go, and I'll have some more on that too. The funny part about it, how we talked about not really liking it that much, is I started my notes thing. This information, like the statistics, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, all that stuff, last early last week when the film hit streaming, uh, and it was an 8.2 on IMDb. This morning, checking my notes, 
saw it, it actually dropped to an 8.1. So in a week, it actually has dropped in a rating on IMDb. And that may be because people like you and I are starting to actually watch it. <laughs> people tried to watch it a second time and they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's funny, Adam, I went to say, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch it again to really get it. And I was like, I don't know when, it's going to be a long time to sit through another three-hour movie that wasn't captivating. I can watch Endgame tomorrow. It was captivating to the whole yeah, time. totally. This, to me, there was times where I was just like, come on, let's go. But we'll get into that. Uh, Michael Giacchino yes. did a, the soundtrack, actually. So the soundtrack was one of the bonuses to the movie, I thought. It was good music, uh, well-timed, all that stuff. But he's done, he did the No Way Home, Far From, uh, Far From Home. Absolutely. He did, absolutely. Uh, the new, he's doing the new Jurassic Park World Dominion movie. He's doing the new Lightyear movie, Thor 4, God, uh, Love and Thunder. He's doing all those. So he's the yep. new superhero uh, score writer for uh, these movies, I guess. Um, and then Matt Reeves wrote it and directed it, who did Cloverfield, Dawn, and War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, and then uh, he also produced it with uh, Dylan Clark. So stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, who's uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, uh, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Turturro? Yeah. Peter Sarsgaard, yep. Andy Serkis, and Colin Farrell. The Andy Serkis one, I didn't look up who was in this movie before. I knew Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz were in it. Uh, yep. I did not look up who was in it. And when all of a sudden I know where Alfred comes out and it's Andy Serkis, I was like, wait, Gollum? What is yes. going on here? <laughs> like, and then it made much sense to me because he also was doing motion capture stuff for Dawn and War of the Planet of the Apes. And Matt Reeves wrote and directed those. So I was like, okay, it makes sense yes. that he would be in this movie. But yeah, I, I love feel like Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis just, I, I do too. But I feel like he confuses me because I need Andy Serkis to be like a dragon mm -hmm. or a creature and like for some reason i got my brain will not accept him as who he is because he's still like he sounds like the like you know a character i yeah. can't it, it breaks it for me every time you you want to say andy circus is in the movie in the movie but you don't know it's him because he's not actually visually seen like it's just him in a motion capture suit or doing yep. a voice or something like that yeah it's funny how it's yep. and i also for some reason because of Gollum and because he played the apes and playing of the apes i always picture him being really short like really, really short. True. And so it's kind of yep. funny to see him actually like stand eye to eye basically with Robert Pattinson in this movie. He also is a, he's a Marvel movie person too because he's Claw in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe That's as right. well. So, and Colin Farrell's in it as well. I think I said that. But um, the still statistic, the movie actually takes place during Batman or Bruce Wayne's second year as Batman according mm -hmm. to the internet. So it's not like, I do like that. That will start off on a yes. fresh popular or a positive take. Not an origin story was very very happy yes. about it not being an origin story that we all know who yeah. batman is that's great love that part and I, I'll, I'll jump in absolutely with you on that and agree because like, i mean it, it pulls from great source material so like like you said i love that year two and like long halloween and mm -hmm. so absolutely like that's a positive thing about the movie one more big positive thing and it's a, it's zodiac is one of my favorite movies of all time seven one of my favorite movies of all time Love the Saw series, and those three movies have very, 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 very big influences, it looks like, on this movie. Yeah, they, they do. And it, and it was shot unbelievable. I will say this movie's cinematography was very, very good. I think that was not one of the drawbacks to me. There's camera angles. There's a shot where he's upside down with a, the car accident on the highway with Penguin, and he's upside, uh, Penguin's upside down in the car, and Batman's walking in the rain. There's fire behind yep. him, and the camera's upside down. I thought that was beautiful. Yes. I, yeah, it was just beautiful. I absolutely love the Gotham in this movie. I think it's, I mean, I, like I said, that I would, you know, I would train with a different 
set of other things, I would do that exact same Gotham I thought was incredible. Uh, did you notice that everything was black and red? Yep. It was, it was one of those weird things, like a, the cover of the movie sell, like that's like the movie. Like you look at the end of the, uh, one of the posters and it's raining yep. and it's just a red background with black Batman on it. I was yep. like, I've never seen a movie that actually portrayed, like to me, it was like, I saw the trailer and now I could see it in the movie that much. It was basically, first of all, uh, just so everybody knows, I'm a huge Marvel fan. If you haven't listened to this podcast and not a DC fan, uh, Adam has a little bit of a DC love too, but like the movies has, has, has broken his heart a little bit uh, over the years. Um, I, this movie shows us again how it's always night, it's always raining in Gotham. <laughs> and... I feel like, and this is where, like, I feel like I'm not crazy because, like, we've done our bits of trying to be, like, I think you yes. and I both agreed that the Nolan trilogy is probably the closest to, like, an Academy level yes. superhero movie ever made. We've also said many times that, like, they got to quit. They're not going to do darker. They can't keep, mm -hmm. but they do. And the thing is, they just find new and innovative ways to do it, which in this movie was emo dark. Mm-hmm. And that was like the last Batman I ever wanted was Nirvana emo <laughs> Batman. And that's exactly like I two minutes in, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, when you look at it, too, you see this long haired Robert Pattinson. So I was actually on board. I was one of the few probably at the very beginning that was on board with the idea of Robert Pattinson because I'm I'm all for stars but not like your star stars. Like I wouldn't want Matt. I didn't yeah. like Ben Affleck as him because he's a star star. I, I, I It's too much. Yep. You're focused too much on who the actor is than you are the actual Batman or Bruce Wayne character. And so Robert Pattinson to me was that fringe star enough. Like if you say to someone Twilight right. or he was in Harry Potter, but he wasn't like one of the main four characters in Harry Potter. Like he was yep. a B character. And I liked that. I was like, okay, that's cool. Zoe Kravitz is just coming up. She's been in a lot of those like Maze Runner style movies where it's like, or a Divergent, those kind of like uh, young adult style movies. That great casting, I think that. But when they showed him with the long hair, like the like the emo, like in front of his eyes, whipping back, and the in the the, I understand the yes. black makeup. It does make sense because if you have a cowl, it would show oh, your white skin. But it just looked very different to me. And I was reading something online about it, and they're like, "Oh, this is great! They're showing that a different version of Bruce Wayne in a way that he's not just this billionaire kid." Who is going yep. to fancy parties like it was in The Dark Knight and Batman Begins and all that stuff? that shows this like broken and, and, and struggling mentally Batman. But in the same sense, I'm like, but that's what Batman is in my mind. My mind is he's the Iron Man of the Bat DC universe. He's a multi-billionaire with all the toys and all that stuff. He's not this emo behind the scenes. Oh my gosh, I wreck loose. Like you see, oh, Bruce Wayne's coming in now. He hasn't been out in public in two years and, and all that stuff. Like, that leads me to believe if he's doing that and it, like behind the scenes and not out in public, yep. that someone could go, well, it makes sense he's Batman because he's never out in public. So obviously he could be doing yep. Batman things. And so, and we've said I, it, I mean, several times before, but Batman like does have a history of not always being like the darkest, most mm -hmm. depressing exploration of like, you know, like you said, like mental illness and like, you know, broken people and like, and so I just, I keep thinking at some point, somebody's going to go, hey, why don't we make it a little fun again? That's actually not deviation from, but it's like, I think we've set that Frank Miller yep. turn with Batman was brilliant. And honestly, though, this many years later, I feel like kind of ruined 
the the franchise because now we can't we're not allowed to do anything but that correct and, and we I, we well, I, when i told someone at the comic-con this weekend i said hey big marvel zombie here i love marvel like marvel's my thing and so when i told them i was halfway through the movie and i wasn't impressed yet there was one artist uh, steve mardo who agreed with me he was like i don't know why it took it was just a slow moving movie it didn't wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of it and so on and someone's like oh well you're a big marvel fan i'm like i will tell you right now the dark knight rises is one of the top 10 favorite movies I'm sorry, Dark Knight might be one of my top favorite movies of all time, not just comic book related sure. movies. So it's not it has nothing to do yep. with that. I think that they did the right balance in the Dark Knight between dark, gritty, fun yes. like stories Agreed. from the comic yep. book and and the bright lights of something else. Like it was definitely well done in that sense. Do also yep. give them credit for not just jumping into the Joker bandwagon from the beginning yes. either, using another villain, uh, kind of like what they did for Spider Man Homecoming, where they didn't just jump into the green goblin. They went in with a different villain at the beginning. So I do give them credit on that, but funny speaking, I was reading up my notes here. I was just talking about like opening the movie. I was like, Oh my God, I'm setting myself up for this to be a bad movie. (laughs) Like this is got to me. I can't do it. And there's that stabbing at the beginning of the movie and they're looking through the window and it's not a real stabbing. It's a fake stabbing. He's playing but I thought it was real at the very beginning. I'm like, oh my God, we're already starting out with shitty acting. Like, this is going to be awful. It, was, it looked bad. really yes. bad. <laughs> I was like, oh God. And then Taylor goes, oh, it's fake. I'm like, oh, good. Thank God there's someone playing around. That wasn't crappy acting. Um, and so, again, I think it's more of an overall, the movie was dark and gritty and slow moving, less about the actual physical acting or the way the movie was shot or the soundtrack or anything like that. Um, I, again, acting. I will say I really, 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 really liked um, Riddler. I, 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 yep. I think he might be second to yep. Joker, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker from Dark Knight. I, I, in it, as a Batman villain, as a DC villain, I think he did a great job. I think they did a great job with not having this cool, amazing suit. It was just something like it looked like he made it home yep. with his glass, and he he had to have his glasses on because he needs glasses. Uh, those kind of things are, I think was good. And I do think yeah. that they, that, that they, that they did a good job on that aspect of it. But again, and I think, was it, is it Paul Dano? Is that his yeah. name that played the, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, did an absolutely fantastic job. I mean, I, I, for, I don't think there's, I don't think Robin, Robert Pattinson even came close to his Robin his Pattinson. Job. Yeah. What? A, yeah. Good. I know it's like too many names. Yeah. I'm not good with, I'm not good with names in real life when I start <laughs> adding in like multiple, like different levels of personality. Yeah. Oh. Um, but Paul Dano did a great job. Yes. Fantastic. I, I would still say my issue though, is like, I, I didn't want that dark of a Riddler mm-hmm. and is, but that I think maybe is a good way for me. To, it was my feeling of the movie. I liked all of the component parts of it. It was just all like too much in mm-hmm. one direction that isn't innovative anymore it's being darker in batman is like there's is the least innovative thing you can do it, it, it was it was slow that's the that's a big again what we talk about what we talked about uh was it uh no way home was two and a half hours long and it needed yes. to be two and a half hours i felt like there was so much needed to cram in that two and a half hour movie it was needed to be two and a half hours so i was okay with that i went to bed on thursday or saturday night after watching the first hour, hour and 15 minutes of the yep. movie, going to bed, like, what did I accomplish? And like, I should feel like I should accomplish something in the first hour and 15 minutes of the movie. And then yes. I went to bed and I woke up, I started watching. I felt like it wasn't until the last hour of the movie that yes. I actually felt like. I was agree. In, 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 and so to me, it goes, would this have been a good Moon Knight style TV show on HBO Max? 
Like you could have right. brought in some characters. You could have gotten to know Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne. Yep. You could have gotten to know the Riddler. You could have gotten to know Zoe Kravitz as, as, as Catwoman. You could have gotten, honestly, you could have like done a thing on Jeffrey Wright, you know, uh, in, in, in his copying, his, his detective work. And then it wrapped it all up with something towards the end and a big hurrah. Yes. Um, but they'll never do that because it's Batman. Like it's, they're never going to do something along the, it's too big of a franchise character. Too big. To and and like that's that. what's, that's what's always going to kill Batman is like, it's like crushed under the, everything Batman is crushed under the weight of the Frank Miller Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But like you said, a Batman series that was just Batman year one, Batman year yes. two, then you start switching to something else, you know, Batman, the long Halloween mm-hmm. it would be amazing. And like actually have the actor get older, get better at the role. Like, yeah. That's this is supposed to be a trilogy now. I mean, that's why I didn't know that at the beginning. And so I I, there is a trilogy part of this, which obviously when the movie makes eight hundred million dollars and gets eighty five percent critic rating on tomatoes, they're not they're stupid not to. Uh, And Matt Reeves is supposed to write and direct all of them. And Robert Patton is supposed to be Batman in all of them. So that, again, makes me happy because they at least keep. Well, that's good for sure. DC has yep. been not known for continuity recently. And, and when they try Agreed. to have continuity on it, they have an actor that likes to punch people in Hawaii, like the flash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it, actually good to know though, yes. the continuity. Cause I'm thinking we said in our, you know, we were watching through the Nolan trilogy, how on a rewatch Batman begins is a little rough, like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, it doesn't feel as weighty and big as the other two. So maybe with continuity by the second and third of this, it could be better. Everybody it, will find it could, way better. Yeah. And, and, and the other part of it is that there is some, so as we talk about how we're not super pumped and this wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen for sure. Like this is not even close. I mean, I've seen worse DC movies for sure. I just, it, I was yeah. hoping for more, especially because I didn't see it in the theaters and I had some other people around me were like, Oh, right. this is amazing. So I was hoping for more. Um, but with the new, the, the uh, Warner brothers discovery media merger, that just happened yep. over the past couple of weeks. There's a new CEO in charge and they've actually even talked, I read this morning, they're actually talking about putting Batgirl that was supposed to be on HBO Max release sure. in the theaters. Yep. And so they're talking some changes and things and they want a Kevin Feige to run the DCEU. They want someone in charge right. to do continuity, to do they research. Need to. To, yep. and, and that's a positive sign to me. So like at least this is a positive sign that someone out there liked this movie and they made a good enough movie to continue right. moving on. Maybe this is the beginning of the franchise. Like this is the actual, the Iron Man. You know what I mean? Maybe this movie. Oh, absolutely. Like maybe the other yeah. movies are there and they just fall off. And then they're the X-Men's, the spider, old Spider-Man's of the Marvel universe. And the yeah. other, like the Aquaman, the Flash, all those get made and they put out there, but they don't connect to this. That some point this way, that this is the actual DC universe, that this Batman is right. the beginning and hopefully it gets better. It doesn't don't make them all three hours like do I, and I don't want to harp on the fact that timing. If you can make a movie in two hours, that's a hit. Make a movie yep. in two hours. is a hit because I felt like you don't need to go three hours to make this movie a hit. And they did. And that that lost me. I think that's that's yep. part of the reason it lost me is it was a long movie, dark and and I mean, Zodiac seven saw those movies weren't three hours long. No, and they got the point across. And- Exactly. And that was the thing with, there was just so many parts of this movie. Like, I mean, drawn out like 10 minute scenes. Like I was telling, like I was watching, Annie made it through the first third of our three viewings. And, but just the eye, the contact lenses, man. Like 
like it's <laughs> it's it's cool i get it i get that it's like year two yeah. batman's coolest gadget that he has but there's a large part of that movie that is just watching things happen yeah. through those contact lenses that i kept thinking just don't show me just tell me in uh, did you 10 seconds did you also feel that batman was a creep Oh, a mega creep. Like, like, like stalking through the window, like when he went over to the With side and, and yeah. Zoe Kravis was changing and he's watching her change. And I'm yeah. like, okay, what the hell? And the contact lens part of it, like where you like spy on yep. he, he gave her the contact lenses too. That was another thing. It's like, you just take them out of your eye and put them into someone else's that's eye. That's gross, man. Weird. Somebody got uh, the guy, yeah. And the other thing that's missing is who makes those gadgets. Exactly. Like, there's yeah. that that they fixed that kind of in in no in the Spider-Man trilogy between Sony and Marvel which was uh right. they had like Tony doing a lot of those the technology things where he was smart enough to do that where a high school student wouldn't be able to feel like figure out, he figured out some of it but not all of it exactly okay, the only people you meet in Batman's camp on this thing is him and Alfred right like it's the yep. only people that you really basically meet that's his crew there's no uh, Morgan Freeman character that's in the not at all. trilogy here that's making some of these things. His Batcave was pretty freaking badass. I will say I yep. did like the whole like darker version of the TMNT layer. Right, right. Like, yep. It felt like the TMNT layer from the TMNT movie series. That's I did like, like that. Yep. And it, but it's darker, so it was kind of cool. But but at Wayne Terminal. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool on that, that side. Cool. But like I said, a lot of cool pieces, Adam, didn't make a hole to me. That's what I'm trying to get at. Exactly. I guess, the whole point. Like 100%. there's a lot of fun things in this movie where I'm like, oh, that's badass. But then it still didn't go push it over the limits for me. And I felt yeah. like there's that. Agreed. I do, again, another positive thing is with the love, the fact that he did recon not dressed as Batman. Like, he wasn't yes, always in absolutely. his suit, which yep. makes sense to me because you'd be a stick out like a sore thumb if someone saw you with these bat ears yep. coming out. Or you can wear a hood. And, you know, he still had his makeup on for some reason, just in case he needed to get the suit on, I guess. Yep. I don't know. I guess that's kind of funny. Maybe. If you ever needed to do a Superman, like, change in the, in the uh, oh, yeah. phone booth, would he have to put makeup on? It, of course he's he like, probably has like that little like, yeah he has that like chapstick thing that you yeah. can just do it around your eye well yeah, he, has, he has two um sponge things and he just goes yeah there you go like, <laughs> yep <laughs> but i i i i understand that but logistically it doesn't make like you have to do the whole idea what we talked before is like separating realist realism versus comic books and the fact yep. that he just has eye makeup so you can't see his eye it should just be like it's just it's just that not knowing that he has to put it on and wipe it off. Like yep. it should just be that he has dark circles around his eyes and he has a suit on. He takes his, his, yep. his cowl off and they're not there anymore. Like the fact that Boy. he has them there shows that he has to put them on, which means it doesn't just mean he has to put a suit on. He has to actually put makeup on and contact lenses in it. It, which, it can't which be I, a, Oh crap. I've got to save the world kind of uh, superhero. He I has guess to be brings, like, I'll be there brings, in an hour. Right. That brings us to, I guess a big pop culture question then like, does Batman, do we have to be able to see his eyes? Apparently, like that seems like no matter what, we have to like because I'm why not put lenses on his mask? Because well, yeah, like a Deadpool that would be better, or or ninety percent of the superheroes yeah, out yeah. there today. But like with Batman, it's like you can't. He had you have to see his eyes, and the black makeup has become a thing. Well, could you Michael Keaton do it more like Iron Man too, where there's like that there's a there's a technology in the suit too instead of the contact lenses yeah. you have you have a Jarvis of sorts. From the MCU right. that you talk to and, and speak to, and you can talk back to Alfred or whoever is at your, yep. your layer, <clears throat> and uh, cover your face up so you don't get shot in the face. Uh, we still need to do that. Again, I feel like now we need to do that bonus we, episode. We're just like how many ways you can kill superheroes based on their stupid costume designs. 
And that's yep. one of the reasons why a lot of characters shouldn't have capes because they get sucked up into airplanes and and true, true. <laughs> um, I do again small things that made this movie watchable to me were like the learning. He's still in his second year, but like he opened the parachute and it gets caught under the bridge. Yes, like you yes. feel like in the other movies, any other superhero movie, he does these cool things and he lands and he's fine. He's perfect. He's he's a hundred percent perfect on all things. Like he made a mistake yep. and he that stuff was like the Spider-Man ask of learning how to use your powers, um, mistakes that he, that he does that. I did like small things like that. The Batmobile is a little bit more realistic than original Batmobiles. They'd have yep. to get manufactured. He just has like a supercar, uh, basically, which is kind of cool. I did like that. Uh, I liked the Batmobile. The fact that he goes, uh, no guns. And then, um, uh, Jeffrey Ray's character goes, no, that's your thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He won't, he won't shoot someone, but he definitely would punch someone to death. That's the thing I didn't understand Dude, in this movie. He would that's my freaking, they had to pull him off. Those someone, people were not, sur- yeah, they were not surviving. He stuck that like mm-hmm. electric cattle prod up in that guy's jugular and zapped him. Like, like let's just yeah. be honest. Let, let Batman kill someone. Like, just let him do it. I don't he yeah. need to be sniping someone, but like if a, if a villain's there, and you have to kill someone by throwing them off a bridge. Like, just you're saving the world. You're yep. still a superhero. Um, but it was just kind yeah. of funny. He's like, no, no. guns. <laughs> One thing I, thing I really kept feeling throughout this movie, like you said, with the component parts, and, and I get it now because everything's trying to connect to a, a larger universe. But I felt like if this movie had been a one-off or even a trilogy, honestly, but they had set it in an 80s Gotham mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, with, with 80s tech, that like is simpler but it's su- like it's super believable because it's 80s level technology i think it could have been like amazing i just kept every scene in that i was like if you would just set this where you want to which is clearly the 80s yes this would all work <laughs> they-, they wanted to take it and make it darker and they wanted to make it like the dark night dark night series but yep. also like the michael keaton series if that makes any sense yes they wanted to maximal mash them all together and they did the, the film noir and they did do the Yep. detective part of it and stuff like that like i do feel like there was it was too cozy between the the gotham police department and batman yep. i do like the jokes that people were making what about chain of custody and he's like well he's wearing gloves <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh great uh but like just those things are a little too 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 uh like on the dark knight trilogy it was fringe like he was not like people knew he was working with the batman but they kind of didn't know they was working with the batman this yep. was like at crime scenes just having conversations with with uh, wouldn't you as Batman to not want to be around that many people that right? I mean, someone's gonna figure out your Batman. Like oh, absolutely, like someone's gonna be like, "That's Bruce Wayne." I, 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 weird. It's also Bruce Wayne does not know how to shave. I guess either Batman always has a five o'clock shadow in this movie. Like every time you always. see him, he has a five o'clock shadow, and, and he doesn't shower a lot because he mm. always has that makeup running down his face, and that's. I. I I, that's what I'm gonna go for Halloween, Adam. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bruce Wayne oh, yeah. when he took his bat Emo. suit off. No, it, and he forgot to wash his makeup up for a board meeting. Yeah, there you go. He walks in the board meeting. A, for Halloween, we should each do our own rendition of Bruce Wayne as our costume. <laughs> it would be great to see that like a bloopers thing where like walks into a meeting, they're like, What's up? Oh, oh I was at a, oh, a cosplay um, event. Oh shit, my my mask hair is running. <laughs> I was at a rave. Yeah. <laughs> Because again, we don't need to see that. Like, it's okay if it's there, but I don't need well, to know. And it's that's there. another one, like where you mentioned, like kind of the mishmash. And I appreciate like homages to films too, but the, this one, like, there were so many that it, you know, it was, 
like you said, like there's all these like ways it's filmed that feel like horror and there's all the, um, but I was like, even the makeup, like it was, it was crow. Like we all saw the crow. He looks just like the crow. And like, I get that. But again, I felt like nothing was actually new in this movie. It was just all these recycled tropes that I think it gets easy to keep calling homages. Like that's the new thing. But after a while, it's not an homage. It's just cut and pasting other ideas. Yes. And, and, and will this, even if people like it now, does it age? Like when you homage things to right. at one point in our lifetime, exactly. people aren't going to give a crap as much about an homage exactly. anymore. They're going to mm-hmm. think this is old and, you know, whatever. And like, why are they doing this? Uh, is, is my son going to watch this movie in, 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 in 14 years, you know, yep. and go, oh, you know, he's homaging this. And like, what is that? Like, they're not, like, it's not going to age well, I don't think, with that aspect of it. Right. And I, I will say if they took all the great things I just said about this movie and matched it into a two hour movie, two hour and 15 yep. minute movie, I might've liked it because it would have moved faster, yep. got things done and still had, Ooh. I just think that when you take all the yep. good things that were there and, and stretched it to three hours, can yes. you, I bet this movie was actually shot for being four hours long and they cut things out of this movie. Like I don't, I, I yeah. And I think you're spot on. I mean, if I think if this movie had been like, it starts like literally in the middle of an action scene and it does not stop for an hour and a half to two hours figure like that would be fun because I don't have enough time to think about how horrible and boring and depressing everything is. And so, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. If that had just been a, like you jump into the middle of a scene and it never stops, like that would have been excellent. So, so Taylor and I were, t- were watching the 100 for a little while there, a CW show. We stopped because it, it started becoming a, a, a um, CW version of Game of Thrones. So if you can just oh, imagine yes. that, like it's Game of Thrones, but without the, the good stuff, like the good part of Game of Thrones. But also right, right. it got to the point where like when you watch a TV show or a movie, the very beginning of the movie, they should put characters in the movies to make you care about the characters, whether it's a villain like uh, you know, in Walking Dead, you actually care about Negan, yes. even though he's a villain, even, and you care about Rick and all the other people. Um, you know, this movie, I didn't care. I didn't have an emotional attachment to anybody in this movie. There was no like, yes. I want Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman to be better at this. I want, you know. And then I got yes. to the point where at the very end of the movie, does Batman actually cause more problems for Gotham being Batman than he does help? solve problems so, like well, they kind of said that yes. towards the end of the movie i think but like th- like does any changes on vengeance kind of thing but like to me i'm yeah. looking at it i'm like he was the riddler was going after right. batman yeah in a sense right i mean like he was well it is and I, Bruce Wayne. I think you're full on you're getting to like the question that this movie is getting to which like again is right to our point we always talk about like the comics have addressed this right in sh- shorter stories like oh wait a second like is Batman the one that started this whole phenomenon of masked vigilantes and revenge and blah, blah, blah. And I get it, but it's the thing you and I always talk about, like how much deeper do we want to go down? Like, are we just, do we want to just get to the point where we're saying Batman's a bad guy? And so like, he's the first like big villain that we all root for. Cause I don't honestly think anybody wants that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Marvel gets is nobody yeah. wants that. Like, yeah. I don't want to, keep following this guy until he's the worst possible version of the character. And that's all it ever is, is let's make it even more disturbing. Maybe, maybe he's worse than the people he's fighting. You know? Well, I mean, I'm rewatching daredevil and he's, he's in the same sense as this mass vigilante that goes around uh, hell's kitchen in New York city. But there's daredevil seems like he has a lot more morals. Like he has the idea that he doesn't want, he fights people and hurts people. He doesn't want anybody to die. And so that I feel like there's moments in this movie that if, if, 
police weren't there, someone else wasn't there, you would have killed someone yes. by punching him to death. What? And, and, and Marvel's yeah, from Daredevil. But then they go, okay, yeah. fine, we'll have the vigilante that's also out there that's yeah. gonna murder people, and that's Punisher. Yes. Like Punisher just yes. goes, I don't care, I'm gonna kill people to save other yes. people, bad people. And it's yeah. they're trying to put Batman in the middle of that, like where he might kill someone but doesn't yes. kill someone, right? But also is not Ooh. nice. I, I, I he's a he's a douche. <laughs> well, I think it's where you mentioning Daredevil as a foil is perfect, yeah. right? Because Daredevil is also a lawyer, a yes. public defender. Like, so he has this very ingrained sense of if he crosses that line, he can't be that other person anymore either. So Batman's just like I said, I guess there's there's no there's no subtlety like that anymore. Batman's just he's mm-hmm. just gonna get worse forever. And and, and so and also don't want to harp on how much I didn't like this movie the entire podcast, but like they, they was well-made. It was well shot. It was well scored. I think the acting was pretty good overall. Like in yeah. a sense. Oh, in mm-hmm. the costumes, I, I do like other than the eye makeup, the costumes were good. I do think that yep. Batman's costume looked good. He didn't look overly bulky, you know, whatever the one, why is Catwoman just wearing a half of a ski mask? That's the other thing I didn't get. Like no. she had a nice suit on, and it was like the only reason she had a cat hat on it was because like the hat came to a point here, because it looks exactly. like the hat was just made that way. Like, come on, like, and she takes her mask off all the time. So why the hell is she wearing a mask? Like, people know who she is now. Like, it, but sure, make the movie shorter, fix some things in there, make it less dark. Like, I can't. Like, it literally, he does say at the beginning of the movie, he does say. He feels like he's nocturnal now because of how much he was out at yes. night. And it does make sense to have that. They made an obvious point to point that out. But it's also also always raining. Like I don't understand yep. that aspect either. It's always cloudy. Like even, even when they had day sheet scenes, it was cloudy. But that's another <laughs> was- one of those things, right? Like that's because that's what seven with yes. the thing with seven, every outdoor scene in seven, it's raining, mm-hmm. which was very effective in that film. But again, they just try, it's they try like, to copy it, yeah. It's effective in this film too. I get it, but we've done that already. Like so, now it's like three hours of rain. Like cool. So it's it's worth someone seeing if you're a Batman fan or a comic book fan to see what you like. But if I was to tell someone to watch something that has related around Batman, I'd say watch the Dark Knight trilogy. I just even starting with Batman Begins, or even like I said, you can even skip Batman Begins if you want to not have an origin story like this movie didn't have. Is just watch the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises because that's where you can go. In the conversation I had a comic on this weekend is just make your animated movies, live action movies in DC universe. Like there's, there's doing so well in the animated field. Because guess what? They're funny. They're great. (laughs) And so just make those into your live action movies and you'll learn from it. Hopefully this whole DC, this Warner brothers shakeup stuff. And the thing that they had a problem with the longest time is that Warner brothers has owned DC for a number of years and Warner brothers is a movie making company and they're yes. talking about bottom lines and all that stuff. There's not a, they're not a creative company. And so that's the problem they've exactly. had is that at least Disney's always been a money-making company, but Disney's always been a creative company. So oh, like, absolutely. They let, yep. they know to put creative figures and head, head, head figures in there, like Kevin Feige and stuff like that. They have not been able to figure this out over at DC. And maybe, like I said, hopefully it, it progresses further. And so the sequel I'm guessing now is going to set up Joker, right? I mean, like they have Joker at the end of the movie. It did, but I saw, I read style. about that. And I guess the the director has said that he doesn't plan for there to be that that that's why in the credits he only put an unnamed prisoner because 
but I'm like you. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. I know the next movie is going to be about Joker. Because they shot, they shot shots for this movie yes. that included a, like a really jacked up mouth. Yes. Um, Barry Keegan, who was in the Eternals, he was Druid and Eternals. Yep. Uh, they yep. shot a, the more shots that they ended up cutting from the movie. Uh, in the end, well, that's what they cut. I would have rather had them had that in there than freaking half the other movie. Right. Um, well, and I just <laughs> good. This is what it's, this is our whole thing. We keep saying though, this is what DC does, right? Yeah. Because. I know it's going to be Joker. You can mm -hmm. tell me anything. You can tell me, nope, 100%, the next one's Mr. Freeze. It's not. It's going to be the Joker because Batman can't seem to ever get past the Joker. <laughs> like, But here's the other thought. Like, so they were, what, maybe this is the opportunity to do what they want to do in the Nolan movies, which is like put Joker right. in the second movie, have Joker also be in the third movie with another smaller sure. villain that, 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 that he continues on for two movies as a villain instead of like what most comic book movies seem to do nowadays. It's like have a villain that, starts in the beginning and ends at the end and then it goes on to the next movie and that villain yeah. doesn't exist anymore um, i don't want to be the actor that follows up heath ledger playing the joker it, the funny thing all. is i thought about it when i saw that and i feel like okay has it been long enough like you know has it been but here's the deal uh, it, it sounds like and it looks like he's gonna play him like heath ledger played him like it's gonna be dark gr gritty yep. the jacked up mouth uh kind of thing whereas it's not what joaquin phoenix did in the joker standalone movie which right, is a little right. different i also think they could have used joaquin phoenix's joker in this movie like i do think they oh, could absolutely. have crossed these movies over in a way honestly, they weren't supposed to but they're going to retroactively honestly, fix I think that the joaquin phoenix joker is the only one that works in this like mm -hmm. very psychologically based film like right because he's grounded it's a grounded character that that seems street level whereas like when he joker was what a character joker was a guy that in that film with joaquin mm -hmm. phoenix that mm -hmm. fell through a broken system of mental health that didn't help him that fits perfectly with the ethos of this movie yep. which is everything's failed everything is broken and there's no help for anybody and that's mm -hmm. how this movie kind of ends right the city is flooded everything's awful and that exactly feels like the Joaquin Phoenix. I wanted to talk about some other DC movies versus Marvel movies things too here, just because it's like yep. a fun thing to do. But of uh, course, uh, the other part I thought to me is like when someone keeps on saying like, okay, we're tired of the reboots of Spider-Man. Taylor goes, there's another Batman. I go, technically this is only the third really movie iteration of Batman. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you have sure. your Ben Affleck's in, 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 in Justice League and you have different characters playing him. But really like this is the first, like the third like reboot in a sense, yes. maybe the fourth if you include the, the yep. Justice League ones and stuff like that. Um, but I'm I'm tired of hearing that Gotham is a pile of shit. Like, yeah, I, I know, right? It's like it's a, a broken <laughs> record story. I, I understand it's the comic books and it's part of it, but like, like it's just I, I, I'm I feel like every movie we see, at least in Marvel nowadays, they've done now like Moon Knight's based in Europe, and they have like new york city and they've done upstate new york and they've done like other planets and things like that whereas marvel or a uh, dc i should say is like it's like gotham like i don't you don't hear i haven't heard like much smallville i haven't heard any of the other you hear them talk about oh. the other cities but like every movie is based in this gotham area and i just recently yep. watched shazam too uh, for the first time and again it's they talk about superman and batman in it but it's like uh, yep it's just weird to me it's everything is like gotham sucks as a place it's like at some point, they have to be like, screw it. Martial law, like they did at the end of this movie. That's it. We're moving exactly. out of the city and we're going somewhere yep. else. Let it just kill itself and, and hopefully it will reborn at some point. I mean, point. Gotham is so bad that Superman will not fly there to help yeah. them. 
ever. That's nope. how bad Gotham is. <laughs> well, I don't understand also is what they didn't tell me in this movie or any Batman movie really is what Bat- Gotham is shit on Bruce Wayne since the day he was born. But there's nothing good's ever happened to Bruce no. Wayne and Batman in, in, in Gotham. But he loves the city that much that he's willing to dress up like a bat in the middle of the night and fight for that city. Like they've yep. never really told me in the movies the reason why he loves that city so much. Like I could probably go on a little no. tangent here about how much I love Maine. Like I love Maine. I want to yep. keep Maine. I want to do this for Maine and da, 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 all this stuff, Maine. And they never really are like, oh, but there's this memory here and this memory. Like every time they show a memory of Batman, it's like, oh, it's my parents got shot. Yep. And then someone tried to take over well, my company. And like <laughs> And I think you make a good point though, which is like the Nolan trilogy again. We actually did see like a Gotham mm-hmm. that's on the rise where mm-hmm. it's getting better and they see hope. And like honestly, in the Batman. I, I think maybe they want the Falcone crime family yep. to run everything. So like I the more I find out about stuff, I'm like, actually, Batman, I think like, you're the disruptor here. Yes. <laughs> this this town seems to love organized crime. It's what they want. <laughs> like it, so yeah, yeah, very different. It's very it's weird. I don't I don't understand that. Speaking of uh Falcone, he was uh John Turturro was awesome too. Like there's some people in this movie that I was really excited to see. I love uh, John Turturro. He was so good. But um yeah, just weird. I let, let Gotham have a rising moment like at the end of uh the trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy, and then like let Batman go visit yeah. Smallville and hang out with Superman for a little bit. Yes. Like even even when Batman versus Superman, which was a horrendous movie, um when they came it was like Superman came to Gotham. It wasn't even yes. like Batman left Gotham. It was like, and Batman has a private jet. He could fly anywhere he wants to. Yep. And yeah, he didn't, but he does. He's, he's singularly obsessed with Gotham for, for no and, reason. And that's like I said, like there, there, there's probably some internal mental reasons why and stuff like that, like getting, but like the city has just kicked you when you're down over and over and over yep. again. And it doesn't seem like you have this, Vested. I mean, there's people in Maine who have like 207 yep. tattoos, and there's something they love about oh, yeah. Maine. They can tell you it just never has that uh, overly well, over the top explanation of why Gotham means so much to him. I mean, I only keep referring back to the Nolan trilogy, so everybody remembers. Like, we, That's I Batman. love Batman. I love Batman, and I and I think those are fantastic movies. But remember, like that Batman came back. He bought back into his family's company. Yep, got the shares. He took active control again. So like that, at least again, is a Bruce Wayne that I see, like he is actually invested heavily in his mm-hmm. community. He like personally, financially as Bruce Wayne. And then the Batman thing. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, he likes to dress up at night and go beat people up, but he works during the day. So that's mm-hmm. his business. Last complaint about the the the, yep. D, the Batman universe as a whole and the in the movies is the name, the Batman. This has now been the second movie in the past five or six years that they've rebooted a movie and just added the word the to the beginning of it to make it confusing as all hell because Batman came out in 1989, right? That's Batman. And before that, it was 20 something years earlier that was back in the 60s was Batman. We're now in 1989 is now what? 32 years, 33 years ago. You can call it Batman or call it something new. Batman colon. Should have called this one Vengeance DC. Something like it, it was just so funny to think about because they did that with Suicide Squad. It was Suicide Squad, and the little soft reboot it with the Suicide Squad. And I'm like, right? You add the word or the honest, at the beginning of it, like that's annoying. 
Batman Vengeance would have been a great name and it would have fit the entire theme of it. Oh, this is Vengeance, Batman. Gotcha. I'm in. You know, this, the Nolan they have trilogy, it, like, the Vengeance yeah. trilogy. The Batman, The Flash. The, uh, yeah. yeah, it's all just the words the, in it. And like Batman Returns, Batman Superman. Forever, Batman yeah, we and don't Robin. Have that yet. The other thing is, let's bring a Robin into this thing. Hopefully there's a Robin at some point in these <laughs> series because I don't understand. They have done so many Batman movies and they hasn't been a... They got to re- they gotta save Robin from freaking back in the 90s. Like they got to figure out a way yes. to make Robin... And they were gonna We've do that. Multiple at the end of the trilogy. Robins we can use. <laughs> Let's bring back uh, what's his face, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Have him be Robin. Sure. There you go. I actually think that would be great. The what I wrote down for some notes on this. I was trying to do some stuff about DC movies versus Marvel movies, just because I like to do this comparison. So I looked up the right. uh, the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes scores of the last eight DC movies versus the last eight Marvel movies, and I did did not include Marvel movies that don't include Marvel Cinematic Universe, meaning that like Morbius. Venom, Venom 2, whatever. Sure. So the Suicide Squad was the most recent movie prior to this movie that came out, right? And so we have, here. it's 90% for the Suicide Squad. Great. Yep. Before that was Wonder Woman 84 with a 58%. Um, yep. Birds of Prey, 79%. Joker, 68%. Shazam got a 90%. I'll tell you right now, we're going to do a Shazam little review when we get closer to Shazam 2. I'll do a little preview on it. It wasn't my favorite movie. Uh, Aquaman, 65%. Justice League, 39%, and then Ooh, Wonder yeah, Woman, 93%. So the average score of the last eight DC movies is 73%, okay? Then yep. I did a little bit of a whole, like, I don't know why that, oh, I didn't do that right. Crap. I'm going to do the math here live on TV, uh, live on the recording. But I did the remove the worst score. You know how, like, they, like, technically, yep. I, I gave it eight movies. You can make one of them that's bad. And so Justice League doesn't count. Plus, they redid it. And if they just were to listen to yep. Zack Snyder in the first place, they probably would have had a, 71%, which is what the standard cut was. Um, right. But I did this whole thing. I, whatever, I didn't do it. If you remove it, it's higher, obviously. 73%. Yeah. For some reason, I did it and then divided it by the same number of movies, which doesn't work that way because it's went down. It would be like a 75 or 76%, 78% uh, DC movies of the last eight movies. Sp- Marvel, Spider-Man No Way Home was 93%. Yep. Eternals was 47%. Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, 91. Black Widow, 79 Far from home, 90, event endgame 94, Captain Marvel 79, Ant-Man and the Wasp 87. So their average is 83%. And if you remove the worst, which is Eternals, 88%. So like drastically different between the two franchises, between Marvel and DC, like drastically different. Um, and I I just don't they don't know what they're doing over at DC. I will say that over and over again on this podcast. I, I hate to say it because I don't want to realize it, but it's it's just they don't know what they're doing. And why don't they learn? They don't. And that's why it's a thing that we say all the time because they never learn it. That's why I said, I know you're going to, I know you're going to do Joker and I know you're going to lean on Joker. We know that we don't have to talk about that. We know you're going to get darker and darker until the whole series takes place in Arkham Asylum and we never have to leave Arkham Asylum. And I just like, I see that bit coming too, where everything's more and more Arkham now. Well, just do an Arkham movie then. Why wouldn't you just do a crazy, dark, gross, R-rated Arkham Asylum movie? Or even better, like you've said, like, I mean, maybe they're thinking about it, but mm-hmm. let's do an Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Let's explore all of these bad guys, a different one in each series. They don't even have to be ones we know. Let's just make it a dark, insane asylum horror mystery. I see, mm-hmm. I'm in for that all day long. <laughs> like, yes. I, I, and, and so, so 
you know, I don't want to just sound like I shit on it, but I just feel like there is loves and hates for people. And I, I Marvel Cinematic Universe is one of those things that like in 2008 just changed my life in a way that like, not like, a, oh my God, I'm now sober or whatever, whatever, yeah. maybe, but like it changed my life in a way that. Sure. I got you. It, totally. There's nothing. I mean, I guess the Dark Knight would have been then if I was a, it was a, a, a Batman fan to begin with, like, oh my gosh, right. the Dark Knight was like saving it. Yep. But it's like, they learned a lot from the Dark Knight and then someone just goes, I don't know what we're doing from now on. I'm like, wouldn't you just take what you just did really yeah. well in that movie and and move it over? Even if you change Batman's. Okay, so I he wears a cowl 90% of the time anyway. Right. So why wouldn't you just do a James Bond version of this? Continue the storyline, right? But see, exactly. Have a different like, Batman come in and play him. Yes, and we don't talk about it. And just like, move on. That's fine. Yeah. Like, uh, and then the yeah. other side of it is what they're going to do in Flash flashpoint part of it is they're going to bring michael they're bringing michael keaton back yep. to be batman they're doing an older version yes, of batman exactly yep do that kind of stuff through different storylines you, you you're just yes you know they learned that in spider-man it was like spider-man and then spider the amazing spider-man and they're like wait forget those yep. not forget them because obviously now they're in continuity in a sense but they did something completely different with the no way home far from home homecoming series of spider-man that they tried doing in right. this but they went the wrong way i think in this Yes, I agree. And I feel I don't say these words lightly because I, I, it's such a hard craft, but like, I feel confident. I, you and I could take over the DC extended universe movies right now and make them a thousand times more fun. Yep. And by doing nothing other than just copying exactly what Disney has done. And it would be fun. But like, like I said, I always joke about that. And then I'm like, I'm kidding. These people yes. are. Yes. No, I could I get a hundred percent right now, DC if you want. Justin and I will write all future DC universe stuff for you. And and the funny thing to me is the whole darkness thing is something they're leaning on. They want to be this darker, grittier version of the MCU in a sense, like try to like lean towards the darker, but they also yep. don't want to go R-rated, which is also funny to me. It's like they're trying to like yes, they're trying to be like the dark shows that are on ABC instead of on HBO Max. Yep. Like it's this weird connection on that. And but they don't the fun the best movies I've seen from the DC universe in the past five years, right? Is the yep. Suicide Squad and the new one. And which I hate to say because they should have come up with a different name because I wouldn't have to say the new yep. one. I would have just said the Suicide Squad. Uh, right. Uh, and the show Peacemaker on, on HBO Max. So those are the two greatest things that have come out from the DC universe in a long time. And guess yep. what? They're not dark, gritty. They're more funny and there's darkness to them, but they're just yep movies and, and I, I they should learn from those because i didn't yep. look up peacemakers i uh, rotten tomato but i'm sure it's higher than a lot of the other uh oh, dc sure. movies that have come well, out yeah and that's the thing like you said is like i understand if dc especially with warner brothers and hbo mm -hmm. involved wants to be the more kind of violent adult language comic book i'm down for that because i actually i do like dark adult comic books mm -hmm. but you can be that without being depressing all the Correct. time. Like, yeah. like for instance, there's this thing that's called dark humor that DC is not aware of. And it's one of my favorite things, but like I said, they've never seen one apparently. And I'm like, you guys could own like dark comedy. It, it, so, so we'll see. And it, it's one of those things we have to like wait and see. And it's kind of like the, yep. the, the hope that Sony would get their shit. And this is here. Here's the deal. I'm not just shitting on DC because I'm also shitting on the Sony verse that doesn't include Spider-Man because Marvel yep. basically made those movies is 
I haven't seen Morbius yet, but I'm I'm afraid to. Venom oh, was, was was okay, and, and and it wasn't anything stellar. Venom two, same thing, wasn't anything stellar. They yep. have not done a Sony verse movie uh, no. that has been what knocked me up my boots off yet. So hopefully, no. like with us newer movies coming out, Craven the Hunter is coming out, and they're coming out with. Uh, uh, Madam Web movie, like those. Hopefully, yep. we'll try to save it. But I, there's not just honestly though DC versus Marvel. This, this is no. MCU versus the yes. world in a sense. Yes. So because I think the Sony verse, honestly, like I have no hope for them. From yeah. I, I think they're gonna keep. They're gonna do what DC's doing. They're gonna mm-hmm. keep going down a, a path that nobody has expressly said they wanted, but they're gonna own it and they're gonna go all in on it, and it's gonna crash and burn like and, and and here's the deal if it makes money they'll keep doing it and so that's where course. someone and i said are you gonna go see it in the theaters i'm like no i'm not gonna go see it in the theaters because i don't want them to get my money i don't want them to have good box office numbers because that's basically what yeah. happened to the fantastic four when the fantastic four is set third or the second the reboot and they were just have two movies this was these fantastic four and fantastic four two they didn't yep. make the sequel and they sold fox to disney because they, and they stopped making marvel movies because they were like yep. they're not making money anymore and like the phoenix the new mutants Ooh. all those movies were not very good yes. and so they just said basically their box office sucked and it's one of the worst rated movies the new fantastic four movies one of the worst rated movies on it uh, i brought tomatoes for a comic book yep. related movie and they're done with it so if if Morbius doesn't do well in the theaters and gets bad reviews. And then they do another movie and another movie. And they all don't do yep. well. There's a chance, small chance that either Sony sold their movie division to right. Marvel or to Disney, or they say, Hey, you know, Spider-Man homecoming, Spider-Man, no way home, far from home. Those movies made $3 billion. So if you give us $6 yes. billion, you can have the rights to Spider-Man and all of us related characters cash in now move on whatever um that's either that or they just i, I don't know what else they do because yep. marvel's never going to stop like, making spider-man comic books like they did no. for a while with fantastic four fantastic four they stopped making fantastic four yep. comic books to kind of pressure fox to be like we want the rights back they're not going to do that with spider-man so we're not going to have any hope for that so we'll see but you know it doesn't warner brothers hbo like have pretty solid control of their ip like yes, two, they have 100% like another thing. Like, like yeah. Mar- that's what I said. Like Marvel's still dealing with this. The other thing that kills me with DC is I'm like, you have full creative control. <laughs> like, how are you dropping the ball on this? You well, dropping no the ball like, <laughs> with the Ezra Miller stuff. You've have you read any of that stuff online where he's oh got like restraining orders yes, and shit like that? Yep. And there was I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago, and they're like, why didn't they just get the guy who plays Flash on CW to be Flash in the movies? It's I love the guy that it, played Flash on CW. It's an established character. It's yep. a character that people know. It's a guy that knows how to play it. Like, why wouldn't you just say, hey, would you like a role in a movie? Like, they don't yep. have an Aquaman, really, really. They have, like, they have a pseudo, like, they have characters that show up on the CW that are, like, in an episode or two or whatever. Yep. But, like, you don't have one. And the same if they did a Green Arrow thing. Like, why wouldn't you get yes. the guy who plays Green Arrow to just come up and play a character yep. in a movie? Like, it doesn't have to totally. be a new character. It, it, it sucks because they're in post-production for The Flash right now. Like the movie's been shot. And so it's now done, they have dude. to release it with Ezra yeah. Miller or say, we're going to eat the cost on it and just say Ezra Miller's out and we're not going to make this movie. they're not going to do. No, they're too far into it now to make that. So that could be a box office bomb just for people who are like, I don't want to see Ezra Miller anything anymore. But well, And the thing again, as we always say, like we're not across the board DC haters. I love the CW Flash. I thought the oh, CW yeah. Flash was like good old fashioned what comic books felt like as a kid. It was just hokey and fun, but it had a great story. And yeah, so I remember when that first started, I was like that again, the classic DC move. Like 
you have one established character you nimrods like use the one established character you have <laughs> like, and, and so yeah yes yes again it's mcu versus the world in a sense in my mind it's cw shows have been great they've done they've been out yes. of longevity on them and do that stuff uh they even but the stupid thing is the the ones that are on hbo max that are the similar vein as the cw ones aren't connected Exactly. I know. It's so stupid. It's ridiculous. But the CW stuff and the animated stuff, like they definitely, the the Disney, or sorry, DC world started the TV stuff way better than Marvel did. Like way better than Marvel did. And the animated side, till the day I die, they'll still have better animated movies for DC than they will Marvel movies. Not saying they're bad Marvel movies, but they're they're better at DC side. So those two things have been rock stars. So try to grab some of that love move it over to the live action TV shows on HBO yes. Max and the, and the big screen ones at the theaters and see what happens and, and mix in someone, some well, style of Marvel. They just need to find their Kevin Feige and I think well, they'll save a bunch again, of Again, Kevin Feige might be perfect because what I was getting ready to say was like with the Star Wars prequels and the, you know, how the cartoons kind of really became where the fleshed out characters came from, right? So another one, I'm always in my head, use the animated series Batman for continuity it was the best of the batmans we Mm -hmm. all know it was the best of the batmans but like find a way to convert that into live action disney does it all the time Mm -hmm. like it's not a thing anymore no and so there's i i do this is the first time after this movie came out at least that the the movie was planned to be its own thing and they did try new things even if they were misses to you and i they did try some new things in this movie with with having some like penguin wasn't dan and devito penguin it was it was a diff like he was penguin because he looked and walked like a penguin. it wasn't yes. like this like weird character um he, did, he didn't eat raw fish yes and so there's not that part of it which is great and i think those things are great i think robert pattinson did a great job as batman i think he acted the way they were supposed to act based on the script and the directing of it um that maybe this is the future and hopefully they'll be able to fix whatever we don't like about this movie in yep. batman 2 if it's called the Batman Two, or the the Batman, um, oh yeah, then, the Bat, ooh yeah, the bat- Batman. That's the problem with the the yeah. It's gonna be Batman colon the Vengeance. Um, yes, yeah, that's the the Batman the Vengeance should have been the name of this movie. The Batman the Vengeance. Uh, but maybe we'll get. I guess I do have hope at least for the DC side of films. Like I do feel like. Like we're gonna get movies coming out here pretty soon with Black Adam. Like that one's probably gonna be yes. pretty good with with The Rock. Yep. And I I do have some hope for Aquaman too. It's funny how the most, some of the most successful DC movies is Aquaman. It's just funny to me because right. oh people always crap on Aquaman. Like what does he do? Like hang out in the water. Um, and that I I just they can save some face by making those really good. I don't really have much hope for Flash because of the Ezra Miller part. But no. Like, I, I think there's a future there. Marvel has had is in the present, and I think they always will be. I think the fact that Spider-Man No Way Home made a, over a billion dollars in the pandemic yes. says something. And a movie called The Batman, a movie, a new, fresh, quote unquote, fresh take from Batman, only made eight hundred million. Like it's it says something right there too. Yeah. But um, like I guess we could stop sh- crapping all over DC films. I- yeah, it's, no. it sounds so bad. Like it, it, you know what? I'm gonna own it. I'll wear it as proudly on my chest. I'm a Marvel fan, yes, but I think in the deep down into it, I, I will watch. If I was, if this movie was really good, you know what? We would have come on here and been like, "Oh my god, this is the best movie I've ever seen." I would have said well, it. Well, and I feel, 
something you and I say over and over and that I think people need to remember is that the comic books are not the same yes. as the realized movie and TV versions. And, and in DC and in Marvel, they're different things mm -hmm. too. So like when I say like, I love DC comics, I have my whole life, I still read DC comics all the time. I'm just saying that everything that they put on film is hot garbage except for like the Nolan trilogy and a couple others. That's mm -hmm. what frustrates me so much. It's not like the comics have gotten bad. And so now it all sucks. The comics are amazing. They just apparently don't know how to make that happen on film. And it's so frustrating. It, it is. It, it's, it's, there's now it's to the point where it's Marvel making great movies and all these independent comic creators shows and TV shows and movies are going to be better than the, the, yes. It's Marvel and DC in the comic book world are one and two. there, playing back and forth all the time. And then obviously every all the time there's all the independents underneath them. Like it's gonna get to the point if they continue going this trajectory of our DC, it's gonna be Marvel making all these great things, and then the independents, the images yep. and the IDWs are gonna make better films and TV shows than DC's making. Yep. And they've got like <laughs> infinite infinite amount of money, and they distribute their own shit. They have HBO. It's just they have all the tools at their disposal, and they still don't know how to piece all those tools together to make something that's unbelievable yet. Like, well, I just feel like you know, I mean. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm not going to crap yeah. on DC anymore. So again, watch The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises and that whole trilogy. Yes. Great stuff. Watch all the animated stuff. Get on the CW stuff and start watching all that stuff. I do hear rumors that all that yes. stuff's basically ending though because CW has been sold. Yep. And so there's a whole influx there, but they've got HBO Max now. So if they want to start doing a reboots on those things over at HBO yep. Max in the same vein, maybe a little bit more adult-esque and less young adult-esque. Um, I think they'll do yep. it, but like, yeah, watch the shows like the flash and green and arrow and all those ones over at, uh, over at CW and watch the animated stuff like the long Halloween. Um, you know, those, those series are great. The killing joke. Those ones are all great. Um, even the, oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. The Lego Batman movie was even bad. It was even not bad. So like check all those yep. out for sure. Read DC comics for sure. I just Absolutely. think that. I saw this at home and I'm glad I saw this at home. So if we do our, our normal thing where we say cool. theater or not, I saw it at home and I'm glad I saw it at home um, because I watched it in basically three episodes. Yes. I, I watched it like people watch the Snyder cut. Like it, it's just, yep. it's, it's a long movie. I feel like at some point a dedicated fan is going to make us a shortened version of this on YouTube. And that that's going to be way more fun to watch. So and I'll somebody come on get on that podcast with you adam and say and i'll change my tune if watching it a second time changes anything sure i'll, I'll, I'll eat my yep. words i don't care i don't feel like it will yep. but I, I you know and again if you were looking just for a cinematic great shot movie with some action in it and yep. you like robert pattinson you like Zoe, this is gonna be amazing for well, you. kind but of like you just, said, and what you said all the parts are there if you can pull a dark knight rises in the batman 2 yeah it could be the it could be absolutely just like an out of the park amazing adaptation of batman mm -hmm. but i'm um, like i don't think a second viewing of this one would help me but i i absolutely think they can they can still turn this into something really fun absolutely we did talk and review the dark knight trilogy um prior to this movie being or right around the same time this movie was released because we wanted to get over that and talk about that to our yep. first like dc side of things oh before i forget uh peacemaker was 94 percent on rotten tomatoes so. i believe it yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, check that out on our, on our feed. You can Apple and Spotify, uh, our website, capesandtights.com. Yeah, so you can totally. check out our review of that. That's when we actually do talk positively about DC movies. So if you want to have that and you're just tired oh, yeah. of us talking crap, we have said good things about DC movies. So there is record of mm -hmm. that out there on the interwebs that says that we do like some DC stuff. And again, 
if tomorrow the next movie comes out and it's unbelievable, uh, if The Flash comes out, if Black Adam comes out and it's great movies, we'll yep. rave about them. It's not a, not an issue there. But um, it sucks that the movies that we all, the only movies we've ever come on here really basically crapped on. We've been very yep. positive about pretty much every other movie we talked about. It, this yes. is the movie I could crap on. It happens I'm, to be DC. I just, it, it, it sucks. <laughs> I'm, like I said, I'm not anti-DC. Give me something DC as good as what I'm getting at MCU and Star, you know, Star Wars and all. And I will be just as addicted. Mm-hmm. In fact, probably more so because we haven't had good DC Correct. for a long time. <laughs> like So, so yeah, check it out on capesandsights.com is where you can find everything. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, that was, that was a movie. Uh, I don't want to make this podcast as long as the movie was, cause that would be horrible. Um, because it's long, but in the yeah, end, we, only, we have, we have two and a half more hours to yeah. go or whatever. <laughs> in the end, I am vengeance.